In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Andy Baskin. I'm Daryl Ryder. Another reminder, mobile sports betting is legal here in the state of Ohio, and BetQL is here to help you make the most informed bets possible. See all of today's best bets by heading to BetQL.com or by downloading the BetQL app Claim your free three-day trial today. Head to betql.com slash news slash 92.3 The Fan for exclusive sportsbook offers. He is Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Do we want to do good news or bad news first? You tell me. I I kind of always like the, I kind of like to end on a good no. So I'd rather just get the bad news first so that I know it only gets better from here. That's just always been my philosophy. Where do you come in on the good news, bad news first? I am also a bad news first person. I need to have my bad news first, and then I try to figure it out. And then I go, that's not so bad. And then it's bad news. Gotcha. So, um, and then I just lost the story here too. So I got it up. Okay, go ahead. Give me the bad news first. And this is from NFL.com. So the punks at NFL.com, speaking of people who should be enemies of the podcast. Enemies of the podcast. Um, yes. So they release this article today uh, titled 2023 NFL season, which NFL fan base most deserves a Super Bowl title. And I, OK, I have no issue naming names here. How about you? I don't have a problem. I mean, okay. their name is on it. So, OK, so. Um, we had one writer pick the Detroit Lions. Uh, David Carr picked the Dallas Cowboys. And David Carr can get to hell off my lawn because the Dallas Cowboys already have Vince Lombardi trophies in the case. So I have no sympathy for Dallas Cowboy fans. It's kind of like they're sucking up to their own fans, especially for one of the guys coming up. Keep going. Yeah, I, I had no problem with the, De- the the Detroit Lions pick because... I don't have a problem with that either. I'll be honest with you. Like That was who... Jeffrey uh, Chidiel. Yeah, so uh, the Lions are like the Browns, one of four teams that haven't played in a Super Bowl before. Their last title, we talk about the Browns, 1964. Their last title was 1957, and they've only had 12 playoff appearances since then. So I, I have no issue with the, with the, the Lions pick. I hate the Cowboys pick. Uh, Judy Batista, God lover, uh, sweet, sweet lady. Uh, but I hate the fact she picked the New York Jets. I will never, ever, under any circumstances, root for Aaron Rodgers. And in fact, I am uh, somewhat rooting for that to be a complete dumpster fire in New York. I don't know about you. Oh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I, I I think the New York Jets being a dumpster fire would be more entertaining than them uh, winning a Super Bowl, right? Right. And the Jets, uh, I guess the Jets have never won. I didn't realize the Jets have never won a Super Bowl, right? Or have they? I don't no, think Joe Namath. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Before I was born. In my lifetime, they've never won a Super Bowl. Okay, well, that's fair enough. I can give you that one. That's why That's why I had that brain cramp for a second. I forget. Yeah, Joe Namath. Um, we've got Mark Ross, who picked the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I kind of want to hate that pick, but I can't hate the pick. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, I can. I, for their fans, though. Yeah. This is about the fans. This isn't about the know, team, right? I know, but again, the Bengals have never won a Super Bowl. They've been there. They're like the they're like the Cleveland Indians slash Cleveland Guardians, right? Been to the World Series a couple of times, but couldn't get it done. Couldn't close the deal. Daryl, they hate our fans. Yeah, Bengals I, fans hate our fans. I can't be happy with that. 
Not at all. Jets fans, you're in New York. I've, Dallas fans have no right to like the Lions. I can live with. I don't know why, but I can live with Lions fans. I think that they deserve it, and I'll I'll cut them some slack. But That's Jets, fair. forget about it, man. You're in New York. You got the Yankees there. They've won enough stuff. The Giants have won. I don't care if you're a Giants or a Jets fan or whatever. You're in New York, Cincinnati. I, I just something about Cincinnati. I just I don't know. They're just uh, yeah. Anyone that puts chili on top of spaghetti, I got a problem with. Um. My like, like, I want Joe Burrow to win a Super Bowl. I just don't want he's gonna Bengals have- fans to win a Super Bowl. The right. next one really bums me out, dude. Uh, the, out. the the next one, though, I, I the next one I don't have a problem with either. Uh, I, I don't have a problem for the fans, but the guy that wrote it is a super friend of the show, former Kent State guy. They called him the Shooky Cookie. He's Nick Shook. Yeah. And I can't believe he didn't pick Browns fans. I think that Nick felt pressure. To, to not, not pick, pick the, Browns. the Browns. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm going to stick up for him in this case. Okay. Yeah, so he picked the Buffalo Bills. And again, it's hard for me to hate on that. Buffalo, of course, super supportive of Cleveland when the Browns left for Baltimore. Um, super supportive when the team came back. Uh, they're getting a new stadium up there. Again, they're kind of like the Cleveland Indians slash Guardians, right? Been to the Super Bowl a couple times and couldn't win it. I mean, that's that's tough. So I would not hate their fans being able to jump through tables after winning a Super Bowl uh, in a parade. Um, Maurice Jones drew. Oh, great. Google. What a Homer call. Like this is so homery. Uh, like I have no, I don't straight Homer. Go ahead. Oh, uh, he must be trying to cash some checks in Jacksonville because he picked the Jaguars and I'm just going to read what he wrote. Go ahead. Jags fans have experienced plenty of ups and downs since 1995, the year the franchise began play, with the team making only two postseason appearances in the last 15 seasons. Stints of postseason glory have been separated by stretches of losing seasons, but optimism is higher than ever heading into 2023. The franchise and fan base finally experienced sweet success last season when Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence, and company down the Los Angeles Chargers in epic comeback fashion on Super Wild Card Weekend, then narrowly knocked off the Chiefs, uh, then nearly knocked off the Chiefs at Arrowhead in the divisional round. The Jags and their following are hungrier than ever for a title. Oh, man. Wow. I just have to close that tab. Where's Joe Tom? Why didn't Joe Thomas get to do this? I don't know. Why didn't Joe Thomas get to do this? That makes me sad. If Maurice Jones Drew can pick the Jags, then Nick Shook can pick the Browns. Man, just I mean that is just absolutely brutal. brutal. Right, let's go. Let's go to the good news. I'm done talking. Go to I'm, some good I'm news. tired. Yeah, give now, me the good news. This is exciting. Yeah, this is cool. Now he did. This is my guy Mike Freeman from USA Today. Okay. He did a multi-tier. I got. I'm scrolling all the way to the end. So he, he did ten tiers of NFL fans. Deserving of a championship. Oh, right. Um, and <laughs> the, the the last team he picked was Kansas City. He goes, the Tomahawk Chop landed you in last place. He picked the Giants to only Cowboys fans are bigger front runners. And the Houston Texans, he wrote, has anyone seen a Texans fan outside of their natural habitat? No, me neither. That's wow. Tier nine, that? he went mean green. The Cowboys, Cardinals, and Jets. Tier eight, Tom Foolery. 
the Patriots, Falcons, Chargers, and Vikes. I'm going to scroll up a few tiers here because I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't want to read his entire column here. Right. Uh, tier two, he put order in the court. And among those, he picked the Ravens. And I and and he called them a smart fan base. And they might be. But I just feel like the Clevelander in me has to strenuously object to that. Would you not do you not have to object to the, to the Ravens fans being called smart just on principle alone? You know what my problem is with Ravens fans is I remember how jerky their reporters were when they were in Cleveland and they were moving to Baltimore. And like, I've never been able to let that go. I remember being in the locker room, like one of the last games. And it had gone from, you know, just Cleveland media to Cleveland media and Browns media. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, and Baltimore media and locker room. And I remember watching like some of the Baltimore media kind of get into it with, with Cleveland media in the locker room. And I think I remember exactly who it is, but I don't want to say it because I've talked to him plenty of times afterwards. Gotcha. I might actually bring this up next time I talk to him. Okay. I, I'm going to bring this up next time. Hey, do you remember that? You remember what? How big of a D you were? When I don't. I, I'm 90 percent sure it was him. Okay. Um, I just remember him bumping into another reporter from Cleveland, and the Cleveland guy was like, "Obviously, we were all frustrated because the team was moving, right? And obviously, covering the team became ten times harder because you had twice as many media members. Like all the TV and radio and newspaper in Baltimore started covering the, the team Browns. Because, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, they had a championship CFL team there. They could have just hung on to and <laughs> been great. But no, and I just remember that. So it, it's, yeah, ugh, ugh, I don't know about their fans. I just don't get it. Yeah. So I don't know how you can, like, I don't know how you could live in Baltimore and be like over 35 and be a Ravens fan, understanding that, you know, the Colts were ripped out of your heart by Indianapolis and that you did that to us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he put the <laughs> Bengals in his fifth tier which I, okay. I thought was interesting. Um, and then I'm going to scroll all the way up. He, he, he put the Steelers with Browns fans in tier one. He calls them the deer hunters. And um, they are good. I'm sorry. Yeah. Steelers fans are. Yeah, they are. Um, I hate it. Yeah. So he put true. the Browns in the Steelers um, as uh, among the, uh, the the best fans, uh, top tier. You want to read the Browns part of it? Uh, cool. Yeah, sure. Like I said, I just wanted to be careful not to read too much. Just to, I don't want to take away from Mike's work. But here's what he did say about Browns fans. Uh, he said, it's easy to be a fan when you win a lot. Try Amen, Mike. Amen. When you lose all the time. Being a Browns fan is what it must feel like getting a grand jury subpoena, except every week. No fan base is more dedicated. No fan base fights through all the L's with such ferocity. Bravo. On behalf of all those Browns fans out there, thank you for recognizing. Thank you for recognizing there. Mike Freeman, a tip of the cap to you, my friend. So, uh, and again, read his read his piece. Uh, you can get the link on his uh, Twitter account, at Mike Freeman or on USA Today's website. Give, give it a, he did a great job. He broke down each and every team's fans in the league. I just think it was an absolutely spectacular article. And of course, the only reason we mentioned it, because he showed the Browns fans the love that NFL.com refused to right. show. 
Browns fans, and now NFL.com, the unofficial enemies of this podcast. Wink, ooh, wink, we're joking. Ooh, wow, ouch. It's always game day in Cleveland. We have no enemies. We're just kidding. Um, let's do this. Let's come back. I want to tell folks about what's coming up here in a couple of weeks because uh, we're going to take a little hiatus. So we're going to talk about that when we come back. It's always game day in Cleveland.